Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Beat me up on the mamas of all mama shit. Hey, I'm looking through my telescope and I see a mothership. Is that you? Beat me up. Hey, DA, I'm thirsty, man. Could you beat me up for a cold one? Hey, DA, what's going on, baby? Stop me off and beat me up. DA wants the silly Oh, permission to get in that mothership. Is my window seat still available? Beat me up. What's going on, DA? Hey, man, I need you to do me a huge favor. My co-worker's a jerk. Oh, just beat me up, man. Get beamed up. Everyone else has. It's DA on CBS Sports Radio. All right, and a happy Wednesday to you, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us. We appreciate you dropping on by. Got a good show lined up for you over the next two hours. In 20 minutes, we are stunned to a news. And in 40 minutes, a truly crazy mothership at the movie story. Now, the New York Jets have to make a decision here going forward to sign somebody as the backup to Zach Wilson. They don't have a third-string quarterback to promote up to backup. You know, I understand why at the moment the Jets are going to go full speed ahead with Zach. Now, the schedule is brutal for Zach Wilson. But in terms of bringing in somebody else, you're going to try to figure out on the fly a veteran QB's comfort with your offensive scheme, the players in that locker room, everything that goes into it. As you prepare for the Cowboys on Sunday, and that's in Dallas, and then next weekend, you've got a game against the Patriots, and following that, you've got a game against the Chiefs. The schedule makers did an injured Aaron Rodgers-less New York Jets team no favors. Those are three pretty brutal games to begin the, the season, and that's why Monday night actually getting a win was enormous because if they were 0-1 and you were looking at your backup QB or Zach Wilson or whatever doing Cowboys, Patriots, Chiefs to get his legs under him, it's likely an 0-4. So Zach makes sense to be the starter right now due to his familiarity with the coaches being inside those meeting rooms his familiarity with the players, the targets, his offensive line, all of that makes total sense. But if you are the New York Jets, that can't be your quote-unquote solution. Not if you really believe this is a season to go for it in the playoffs. Now, if I were the New York Jets, I would take a long, hard look this morning at myself in the mirror and say, is it better 
if we draft Caleb Williams or Drake May at one or two this year and then have that as our next starting quarterback after whatever Rodgers wants to do. Have that in the hopper. I don't know if Caleb Williams wants to sit for two more seasons, if that's what you're talking about with Aaron Rodgers, but it wouldn't be a bad thing to be a 3-14 and 14 Jets team this year and be able to draft one of these high-end QBs in the top five or the top three and then have that decision in September. Rodgers, if you want to come back, great. We'd love to see if you've got something left. But if not, we have our QB of the future, and he's not named Zach Wilson. Now, looks like the Jets don't want to do that. They don't want to punt on the season. And so they're going to try to, to stay focused and hungry and have a great defense and all of that jazz. Zach should then be the guy, and you should bring in a player like Colt McCoy, who should be a starting quarterback this year. Instead, he was ditched by the Arizona Cardinals, who are trying to tank. They're off to a good start, 0-1. And McCoy should be a call. And you know who else should be a call? Matt Ryan should be a call. Matt Ryan, who's in a broadcast booth right now, should be a call. I know it was a disaster when Jay Cutler came back out of the broadcast booth, but Jay Cutler, I mean, is smashing quarter pounders with cheese. He's smoking heaters during commercial breaks. He has no interest in putting any work in in anything. Matt Ryan's the opposite. Matt Ryan's disciplined. Matt Ryan cares. Matt Ryan didn't like the way that it ended in Indianapolis. Matt Ryan would come back, if he's interested, and give you a smart, good leader who at the very least, and I don't know if he wants to be a backup, but if he was on the sideline, you know Zach could come over to him and pick his brain. I don't think you'd say the same thing about a guy like Jay Cutler when Cutler came back for the Dolphins. Those are the two calls I would make if I'm the Jets. But, you know, Wilson makes enough sense because you kill two birds with one stone. Number one, the guy is the only guy familiar with the offense and the players that he played last year. He's played for two years, so he's got some sense about him of what's going on. And then the second thing is, if you somehow find it with Zach Wilson this year, if let's just say after eight games he's starting to get it, then maybe he's not a completely busted draft pick. This owner's story is, is a big one. It's a big one because if it's true then it really does paint a picture of of the problems in terms of racial equality that the NFL kind of can't seem to get past. You know, I, I think there are good people in the NFL that want to do well, that want to do good things. I think there's owners, there are general managers, there are power brokers that that do seek equality and do seek diversity for the right reasons. And you know, want to give people opportunities. I just think that they keep slamming their head against a certain ceiling of not having complete buy-in from everybody around the league. And so things like the Rooney rule keep seeming a little bit hollow. And this lawsuit, okay, has been filed by longtime NFL reporter Jim Trotter. Now let's start with the pretext of Jim Trotter. 
Jim has worked at Sports Illustrated. Jim has been a guest on this show before. Jim has worked for NFL Network, NFL Media. Jim has some pretty good bona fides. He's, you know, he's been around the league for a long time and has been a pretty well-respected guy. Not a hot take artist, not a guy that was always looking for attention. Jim Trotter was an information dude. He was an information guy. He was a pro's pro. And I always thought, this is just my read, when we had Jim Trotter on, I was like, this spot's going to be really good at information, but it might not be that entertaining. You know, there are guys that I know we could book and they're going to say something kind of crazy. They'll be funny. They'll be, they're going to have a few zingers. They're, they're going to declare some team dead. Some coach should be fired. And Jim was not that way. I knew when we had Jim on, heavy information, maybe not that entertaining, but sometimes you need those guys to mix it up and to be just a inf solid information guy. And Trotter was always really reputable in, in this space. Now, he works for the NFL Network, works for NFL Media. So guess what? You're working for the league. And my guess is you have access to things that you did not have when you're working for SI or other outlets outside of the league. Trotter would be the one traditionally, annually at the Super Bowl when Goodell did his State of the League address to be asking difficult questions and to make Goodell squirm a little bit. And this was interesting because Trotter worked for the league's arm, the media arm. Ultimately, Trotter was let go amongst a, a round of, of firings and contracts not being renewed. It wasn't just Trotter. There were other people. You might watch the NFL Network this year and see there's new faces or fewer faces and people that you remember not there anymore. There was, you know, a, a cut downs that the NFL Network did, and he was part of it. He has filed a lawsuit, discrimination lawsuit, against the entire NFL. And the two big stories he has in it are, are bullet points are that back in 2020, he alleges that Terry Pagula, the owner of the Buffalo Bills, was upset or agitated by the social justice matters and the Black Lives Matters around that summer and said if black players don't like it here, they should go back to Africa and see how bad it is there. That was what Terry Pagula allegedly told another person who then told it to Jim Trotter. And there's another anecdote that Trotter brings up that Trotter says Jerry Jones made a comment to one of his fellow executives, Will McClay, and Will McClay is also an African-American, when McClay asked why teams have so few black decision makers and Jerry Jones said, if blacks feel some kind of way about it, they should go buy their own team and hire who they want to hire. Now, both these parties say that never happened. Pagula says there's no no space for discrimination or racism in the NFL. Of course, Jerry Jones is going to say the same thing. So we'll see how this fleshes out with the lawsuit. But there's a couple of things here that strike me as credible about this. Number one, that this is not a writer that's been on the outside of the NFL. This is a writer that's been on the inside of the NFL. 
Now, Trotter was let go, and you might say maybe he's got a, a you know, a dog in this fight. Maybe he's he's PO'd about being let go, and this is him coming back for a pound of flesh. Maybe. I'm not going to dismiss that. But, again, this is a guy that's been on the inside of the league. The reporters and the employees for the NFL Network ultimately work for the league. The league tells you whether you're doing a good job or not. They renew your contract. You are beholden to the 32 owners and Roger Goodell, the league executives. So he's been on the inside. That gives me some credibility when he's alleging the things that happened. I don't love the fact that these things weren't told to Jim directly. I don't love the fact that he's saying these were said to other people. But again, I think all of us would agree, you know, if you are part of a a family and dad says something to your brother or dad says something to your mom and they tell you this is what dad said, I'm going to trust you about it before I'm going to trust your neighbor or trust somebody that doesn't live in the house. So Trotter's lived in the house for a while. The second thing is, I just I look at this fact. NFL teams don't go up for sale very often. But when they do, they're always bought by white people. Okay, So when Jerry Jones says, if blacks feel some type of way, they should buy their own team, I'm just looking at some recent sales, and recent sales being 15 years or so. The Dolphins were bought by Stephen Ross. The Bills were bought by Terry Pagula and Kim Pagula. The Panthers were bought by David Tepper. The Commanders were bought by Josh Harris. And the Broncos were bought by the Walmart family. Now, we do have the cons in Jacksonville. But by and large, when a team has been bought by in the NFL, it has not been by a minority owner or a black owner. And I think it's easy to say these things, but what's the what's happening there well all the owners have to have to vet and vote on the on the purchaser on the new buyer now, this is not like you anybody walks into walmart and buys a tv that's not how buying an nfl team works you're vetted by the league there's a whole bunch of people that are interested and then they keep vetting keep vetting keep vetting keep vetting until you get to a handful and then they kind of pick who they want to own the NFL, or own the team of the NFL. And they pick, I'm sure, based on who they view as an ally, who they view as safe for their investments, who they view as somebody who's going to add value to the league and to those organizations. And they are not voting based on some stuff that they're uncomfortable with. That's not how they're going to vote. And I don't say this because I believe that 32 owners sit back and they all hate black people. I don't believe that. I don't believe that they're all racist saying, oh, we could never allow that. I'm saying there's a power structure in place where Jerry Jones can say this kind of flippantly, well, if you don't like it, buy your own team. But I don't know if there really is a reality where there's a black owner that buys a team and then says, okay, well, now we're going to have a black GM and a black president and a black director of football operations. Is that really a reality in the NFL? Because they've had... Six or seven teams bought, sold in the last seven years. And that hasn't, last 10 to 15 years, that hasn't happened. So I, I flesh all of this out because I think in the NFL, like a lot of places, the people that have the power at the top 
are going to protect it at all costs. And this happens in every corporation. It doesn't even have to be based on race. It doesn't have to be based on gender. It just has to be based on the decisions makers at the top of your corporation, my corporation, this corporation, tend to go like, let's make all the moves where I still get to go home to my house and have my cars and I know what 2024 and 2025 and 2026 looks like. Life is good. I'm not messing that up. And I think it's easy for NFL owners to perhaps say these things flippantly, like if you don't like it here, go somewhere else, but not really take great pains to try to solve what people's subordinates, in this case, really feel. And I'm going to turn this away from race and just do this about corporate America. I don't know many places where the CEO or the shareholders or whatever really do care about the employees. I mean, I think that like by and large, people care about people in this grand sense. You know, you you don't want to see poverty. You don't want to see uh, tragedy. You don't want to see suffering. But at the end of the day, do you really believe your CEO of your company, the owner of your company, cares if you're happy every day, cares if you can make your payments every month, cares about your mental health? And the answer is kind of no. It can't. I mean, for almost everybody, the answer is kind of no. You're, you're kind of in it by yourself in a lot of ways, and you hope that you work with good people. You hope that your management is good, your direct management, your boss is good, the people that make your schedule or whatever. But, like, the people at the top top, do they really care? And the NFL is interesting because the employees are the famous people. So when the famous people are upset, or are agitated, or are complaining, or like, hey, we can do better, that's notable. But it's kind of this way in every company. And that's why this lawsuit, I feel, has teeth, and I feel has credibility, because the evidence is, you know, the league has done some good stuff, but not a lot of good stuff. <laughs> and, you know, there's certainly a ways to go. And quotes like these, I don't know if Pagula and Jones specifically would say them, but if I heard them in a league office from an owner, that would not be the most shocking thing that I could hear. I mean, really? That... If Jerry Jones said, if blacks are so upset, they should go buy their own team, I'd be like, yeah, that's kind of what I would expect walking by Jerry Jones' office in the summer 2020, you know? I think there's a way to say, hey, you the, the intention isn't to to do a certain thing, but the structure is built as thus. And so it happens. EJ, I'd like to get your thoughts on this. What What's your, what's your vibe on this? It's so tough. I mean, for me, I think it's tough for me to, to kind of remove, not remove race, but like to kind of like distance race from this conversation regarding, you know, the intentions of what's happening only because 
it is Jerry Jones and Pagula who are inserting race in it. Allegedly. Allegedly, of course. Yes. That is, if you're saying, you know, you know, go back to Africa and see what the conditions are there, that is now inserting race into it. When Jerry Jones says, well, the, the, the black people are upset, well, they should then go buy their own teams. That is inserting race into it. And I think that is where, for me as an NFL fan, it's difficult because we see these issues with coaching hires, other diversity issues, sensitivity towards racial injustice. And you say, well, we're trying our best to address these things. It's hard to then hear that and then also hear Jerry Jones allegedly saying, well, black people are so mad they should buy their own team. It's so flippant. It's so dismissive. Because as you mentioned, there are so many factors that go into why we don't have black owners. And part of that is because of the owners that are currently in place. And then when you have Pagula saying, we'll go back to Africa. So how, how can I, as a fan, really believe your word that these issues regarding head coaching hires, front office hires, these issues regarding racial injustice that matter to these players, which is why these players were nailed, which is why these players wanted to bring racial injustice to the forefront. It's hard for me to say that you're taking that seriously. You're going to put in racism on your end zones, but then have this stuff allegedly being said or have Jim Trotter have these interviews or have these press conferences with Roger Goodell. And then months later, he's now not allowed in the NFL. He's not a, he's not allowed to be a part. He's not one of them. It, it sends a very, very dark message. And I, I, you know, I hope the allegations aren't true just because they're very sad if they are, but it just, they the 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 problems the league has faced it, it leaves me doubt and, and it leaves me feeling like it, it, this is kind of how it's been like what 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 more would I really expect but it's still disheartening because you're you love I love football I know a lot of other obviously black people love football of course and it, it puts you in kind of like a weird middle game where you don't know really kind of how to take all this yeah that's a good way to put it it's we live in a day and age where you're supposed to be really hot on one side or the other. And I think that the tough part about racism, diversity, intent is that there's a lot of gray area. There's a lot of vagary. There's a lot of there's a lot of things that you have to kind of like navigate. And in this case, the tough part would be if the end racism slogans of the NFL or things of that nature are just the slogan to make people go away about it. Instead of the intent of, hey, we we could be better, so how do we get better? If we can be better, let's listen on being better. And there's a whole space for that. And and if and if Terry Pagula said this in 2020 in the heat of all that, it's really offensive. But if today he said, you know what? I look back and whether he said that or not, I realize we there is so much more I can do. There's so much more we can do. There's so much more the league can do. That's better than just putting end racism in the end zone and nobody ever really identifying, like, how do you really do that? How do you identify the issues and try to self-correct them? In, in some ways, even the slogan end racism is very distant because it doesn't suggest any action that the NFL is willing to take to do. It's just a blatant statement. Hey, 
end this thing. Let's just like you wanted to end the protest, end the racism too. Like we like, let's just be done with it, so we can just move on to these guys playing this game that we all love. And even the statement itself is distant. So then we hear the statements from a Jerry Jones, a Pagula, even take the racism out of it, especially with Pagula. Those statements are distant. It's not. It's just you. You figure it out. You do the work. You go to Africa or you get $5 billion <laughs> and you find a way yeah, right. to figure out this whole issue we're dealing with with diversity and then come back to us and then we'll discuss. You're right. Yeah. Until then, leave us alone. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It would be like Arthur Blank, you know, there's a bunch of warehouse workers at a Home Depot in Des Moines. And he's like, you guys are unhappy? Well, build your own Home Depot. It's like, well, <laughs> yeah. It's kind of hard. Yeah. It's, that's not that easy, Arthur. Now, Arthur is actually seemingly one of the, the guys that's been pretty good on these things. But All right, when we come back here on the show, we are stunned to a news. DA, CBS Sports Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, 30 minutes past the hour. DA with you here on CBS Sports Radio. Listen to us at hundreds of affiliates nationwide and north of the border, also on Sirius XM Channel 158 to tell your smart speaker to play CBS Sports Radio. Jeffrey tweets, yo, DA, listening to BT this morning, fired me up to make sure I separated my recyclables from the regular trash. Yeah, baby, yeah. Hashtag unkillable. Our friend Brandon Tierney, formerly of Tiki and Tierney here on CBS Sports Radio, currently of Tiki and Tierney on WFN in New York. Boy, this embargo has been really completely lifted at this point in time. <laughs> We're doing an entire show based on audio from <laughs> over there. Ah, you know what? The bygones be bygones, right? I mean, they moved Mraz over there, and at that point in time... They took him. They needed to move him. I was, I was hot. I said, no more from that station. We won't play their clips ever again. And now <laughs> we spent most of this week playing clips from them. But, hey, such is life. you got to adapt and, and move on. So BT is a big Jets fan, and he was going scorched earth yesterday. I guess he might have seen some moping NFL 
fans around here, moping Jets fans on his way to work at the studio, something like that, because he specifically called him out. And he was just on fire. And I just think when you when you have something that happened to you like the Jets had happened to them with Aaron Rodgers, you don't want somebody to sulk their their way around. You want somebody to to say no, snap out of it. And this is every day in life. And I just think BT has lit a fire under me, this show, the listeners that cannot be stopped. And you tell me if you're not ready for your day after hearing. And four plays in, he's done. He's done. Do not tell me today that the season is over. Get up. Stop walking around work like a loser. Get your act together. We're playing until January. There is no way that I'm tapping out now. No chance. If you didn't kill us last night, we are unkillable. I have Zach's back. I'm not saying Super Bowl, but I am saying playoffs with Zach. The New York Jets found themselves in a hole no one could have imagined. Until Brandon Tierney, the voice needed to solve the problem nobody had foreseen. Stepped to the sideline and addressed the locker room, the coaches, and the crowd. It was the voice from above that this organization has lacked for more than half a century. But once Tierney began speaking... No one could speak again. Silence fell over MetLife Stadium. And from there on, the New York Jets were transformed. From losers, punked at every turn, to winners doing the punking. Zach Wilson became Aaron Rodgers incarnate throwing for 462 yards against the Dallas Cowboys and seven touchdowns. The Jets would not lose again, going 16-1 and and regarded as the greatest football team ever assembled. At that moment, New York City dropped congestion pricing. MTA authorities said we will rebuild bridges and tunnels. MetLife Stadium quaked. Eventually, homelessness, crime, poverty wiped out in New York City. The Jets would win three Super Bowls in a row. All going 16 and 1 or 17 and 0. Super Bowls rendered meaningless. Everyone knew the Jets would win the game by 50 or more points. 
There was not enough room in the upper deck of MetLife Stadium to hang all of the banners. New York had become title town and utopia. <laughs> because of BT. <laughs> Get up! New York fixed the migrant crisis within 48 hours of BT's rant. <laughs> New York sat at a comfortable 72 degrees with no humidity, <laughs> never touched by global warming or mega hurricanes. Snow never fell again in New York. White Christmas, they had become the tropics. <laughs> EJ never once again came in contact with his hated skunks. Mraz instantaneously lost 72 pounds. Became Mr. Universe. All fields became grass. Spurred on by Tierney's rant, James Dolan instantly sold the Knicks. The Knicks would never lose again. <laughs> Penn Station was rebuilt in 72 minutes. <laughs> no Achilles tendon was ever torn again. <laughs> The DA show swam in Odyssey coins, which became the official currency of the city, making them kings of Jetstown. <laughs> there were so many Lombardi trophies won, every Jets fan on Long Island could keep it for a day. <laughs> Peter Schwartz acquired actual Jet jerseys. He did not any longer need to change the nameplate on Sam Darnold's original purchase. Every order of IHOP pancakes came out fast, <laughs> hot, and on time for Peter. His son was instantaneously added to the game day roster as the Jets' long snapper and would soon be inducted into the ring of honor. Oh, yeah. Before his 21st birthday. <laughs> He who shall not be named was named loudly and proudly for all to hear. <laughs> he shall not be named was named and the world quaked. <laughs> the only thing the Jets and BT could not solve was Jack Stern. <laughs> who continued to say the Jets beat the wrong team in all of those Super Bowl Let's victories and use the wrong fight chat. <laughs> that pink hat could never be knocked from his unique skull despite BT's best efforts. <laughs> Every Superman has his kryptonite. <laughs> Leroy says, I need my alarm clock to yell BT Jets, <laughs> Jets speech every morning. That'll get you out of bed. <laughs> sure as hell will. 
I want to know who we encountered here yesterday morning that led to that. Because that, I, uh, yeah. that is the biggest mystery. Right. That is what Who's I'm the wondering. sad sack that BT was trying to kick his ass out? Because I know the roster who's here every morning pre-10 a.m. Eastern, and it's a collection of guys who are not doing work and who are normally in bad moods anyway. So I don't know how you would <laughs> right, know right. that they were somehow downtrodden over, <laughs> over Aaron Rodgers. And no Pete the Body yesterday who could have been no. Exhibit A. I, I don't even think there's a Jet fan in the space before 10 a.m. yesterday. <laughs> Bilotti or Schwartz would have been the guys, and neither Pete was here yesterday. Amon from Florida says, I'm definitely more productive today at work, maybe because BT was calling me a loser at 5 in the morning, <laughs> and I'm not even a Jets fan. <laughs> Get your act together! <laughs> if I ever coach AJ's T-ball team, I'm just playing BT's speech before every game. The ball's not even moving, you loser! <laughs> Hit it off the tee! He's done! That's third base. You run to first base first. That's why it's first base, Timmy. <laughs> if the Turtles didn't beat us yesterday, we are unkillable! If the Joe's Pizza Shack Bears didn't get us last Tuesday, no one's getting us, kids. Bogues has headlines. And as usual, nothing but hard-hitting news here either. Did Zach Gelb say Titans or Titans <laughs> during the season premiere of Ion Football Sunday? Our good friend at DA Show Quotes did the journalism. They're at Tennessee's 11-yard line right now. Tennessee does have a field goal in this game, so it's 3-0. Titans over the Saints. So listen carefully. Titans. Yes. Titans. That is him trying to make sure it's a T. He has heard our critiques. He has heard our suggestions. Dare I say, we are his BT. (laughs) Well... I think the listeners have also turned into this. That's it's, true. Everybody is calling him out on it. Uh, here's a name to throw in the pile of possibilities for the Jets. They reportedly checked in with the recently retired Chad Henney. He spent the last five seasons backing up Patrick Mahomes, and he knows Nathaniel Hackett's system, which apparently is a prerequisite of some sorts for the Jets right now. Henney, by the way, in the spring was approached by some other teams about playing for them, and he said no. So unsure if he had any interest in becoming either the Jets' backup or potential starter down the road. One other NFL note, the Eagles have placed linebacker Kobe Dean on IR with a foot injury from Sunday's win in New England, so he'll miss at least four games. The Atlanta Braves are almost NLE's champs again. They won in Philly last night, 7-6-10. Thanks to an Eddie Rosario RBI single, if they win in Philly again today, the division belongs to Brian Snitker's team. You know, it's an exciting time of year, and everybody's aware of it, and and um, that's kind of special that you get to the experience that. So, heck yeah, they should enjoy that, relish it, and not can't wait to you know like get up, get a cup of coffee, and get out here and play a game. Matt Olson tied the team record with his 51st homer of the season last night. Freddie Freeman went deep on his 34th birthday. The Dodgers an 11-2 win over the Padres that drops their magic number for the NL West. To five, Max Scherzer left in the sixth inning of the Rangers' 6-3 win in Toronto with a right tricep issue. He'll get an MRI. The Astros took a 6-2 home loss from the lowly A's, and the Mariners took care of the Angels' eight zip. So Houston leads Texas by one game, Seattle by one and a half in the AL West, and the Rangers now sit second in the wildcard standings 
a half game better than those M's and the Blue Jays. The Orioles losing that home to the Cardinals 5-2. The Rays fill in Minnesota 3-2. So Baltimore stays three games up on Tampa Bay in the AL East. And the Nationals just announcing a multi-year extension for GM Mike Rizzo. U.S. men's soccer, a 4-0 win over Oman in a friendly in St. Paul, Minnesota last night. Oman? Yeah. Where is that? uh, I think that's a Middle Eastern country. Oh. But they played Uzbekistan or Kazakhstan on Saturday, so they're not really high up in the FIFA rankings right now as they're having a couple of September friendlies. Yeah, Uh, Here, uh, closer to home, the New England Revolution apparently refused to practice yesterday, demanding more info on the departure of head coach Bruce Arena. He had been on leave while an outside law firm investigated allegations of inappropriate and insensitive comments. He then resigned on Saturday. And now, we start... It doesn't take much to surprise this bouncing baby boy. This is honestly the most stunned I have ever been on the show to a news. The DA show is stunned to a news. As DA well knows from this morning, it is usually Mother Nature that creates floods and hazardous conditions with all of her rain. But sometimes it is human and or machine error. A small Portuguese town was overwhelmed, not by rain, but by red wine over the weekend after two tanks burst at a local distillery. This is what it sounded like, courtesy of one viral video. Again, that is red wine cascading down a hilly, turning street. The wine making a right turn at one point. Now, the distillery says it will pay for all of the damage, which seems somewhat limited right now. But there is concern that the alcohol could affect local farmlands and water sources. Can you drop a glass in there real quick and take a swig, or is it all dirty? I feel like the top level, you can skim the top and get some fresh... Yeah, deal, right? it's, it's hard to conceive of just how much wine this is unless you're looking at the video. If you try to drive up this road, you could not do so. No. It is a, it's a full flood of red wine coming down the hill at you. I think they estimated 584,000 gallons, if that does anything for you at home. Now, remember that if you stuck your glass in there, even at the very top, and grabbed a glass of wine, that wine that you're getting at the top might have been at the bottom up the road. Mm. Doesn't just stay in the same True. bounced off of a wall, <laughs> bounced off of a building. Yeah, some cow droppings on the Yeah, yeah. But no, at the same, the same time, I would be so inclined to just drop my glass down or my hands and just start drinking it up. It's uh, just... Very bland. <laughs> I need like an inner tube. Drop me on top of a little like lazy wine river. This is... This really looks like a Willy Wonka thing. It, it's yes. in some ways a little uncomfortable because it feels like such a waste. You have all of this wine that you would be bottling and selling and drinking. It's just I pouring mean, down the road. This has to be at least tens of hundreds, maybe hundreds of thousands of dollars. You've lost, they've, this company has lost. It's got to be. This is Unless this insane. is like Portuguese wine you sell for like two bucks or two euros <laughs> out there. I don't know. The cheap stuff. How about this? Portugal also has the highest wine consumption per capita. Did you ever think that Portugal would drink more wine than anybody else per capita? No, I I can't imagine that France is not the leader in that category. 
Spain, Spain, Spain. Have some more wine. Spain, France. Wow. Quick quiz, boys. Holy cow. What language do they speak in Portuguese? Is it Egyptian or Brazilian <laughs> or Spanish? Oh, uh, man. Oh, man. Uh, don't, don't these, don't this company have to just kind of be, this is the end of them, right? Like, you can't like, be allowed <laughs> to make wine anymore. You almost destroyed our city with your wine. Like, I mean, especially now, this is a city that is the largest capita in terms of wine consumption. Like, we're experts at winemaking and wine consumption, and you almost destroyed us with our own product. <laughs> it sounds out. Like, it is a small town. I wonder if, like, the wine, if this is, like, one of the main, like, job sources. So yeah. it couldn't go away. And how does a tank just burst, and it's not like a little trickle? The whole... No. I mean, 580,000 gallons of wine sort of pouring out almost immediately. Yeah, that's not It's like the just, Chernobyl of wine. Yeah, that's not like your boiler bursting in your basement. That's like real legit <laughs> oh, explosion. Man. And now these streets are going to be stained red like forever. Yeah. Now. Like they're not like I don't think you're ever going to have like a true black top. Like this is going to like maybe that can kind of be the charm for this town. It's like, hey, you know, you got the bluegrass, uh, the blue field out in Boise, <laughs> you got, you know, uh coastal Carolina right. with the teal. Right. Come to our town with the red streets. Right. This town of Portugal now has the Smurf turf of Portugal. <laughs> <laughs> the red stained streets. When we come back on the show, we've got a crazy mothership of the movie story. DA, CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. All right, welcome back. This is such a crazy story. The Cubs have called up a prospect, Pete Crow Armstrong. Now, Pete Crow Armstrong is the number one prospect of the Cubs farm system, and they're looking for him to help down the stretch towards a playoff berth. But the craziest thing is that his mom was the mom, Jenny Haywood, she played, in Little Big League. Now, this was the the movie that we did, Mothership of the Movies, last summer, maybe two summers ago. And this is the one where a 12-year-old boy is bequeathed the Minnesota Twins because his grandpa, who owns the team, passes away suddenly. 
and he's the one of the family that knows the most about baseball, so he takes over the reins of the organization and then inserts himself as manager and goes on a Cinderella run, Little Big League. The single mom in that movie is the mom of the Cubs' number one prospect, and now he's getting called up. I've got thoughts on this coming up next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.